0: What up? All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about Martin Luther King, because Martin Luther King is a pivotal role in the civil rights movement. He was a pivotal character in the uh, ever you know, changing landscape of the world that it is today. Um, Thanks to that man, I am standing in front of you. Uh, Thanks to that man, my children are standing in front of you. And so there's gotta be a lot that's gotta be said about that man in particular, but what I'm here to do is tell you about five different things that you may or may not have known for this specific transcendent figure. In modern day history, it's so funny to say this because so growing up, whenever I was um, trying to be in front of people, trying to talk in front of people, I always thought I was just like I'm not good at this. I'm really not, and it led me to believe that I really, honestly didn't have a calling for this kind of stuff. Where here I am now, feeling you know like I can I can make a difference. For Dr. King, he really felt like his voice was a difference maker. However, when he was younger. This man, he didn't get but C's in public speaking like every single year, which is just absolutely funny to me because when I think about it, I'm like, I got C's when I was in high school too, in public speaking. So I guess, I guess that works. I mean, prior to 1955, there was a boycott of a bus movement. And I'm trying to think exactly where this bus movement was. Let me see. uh, Okay. Yeah. So the bus movement was at Montgomery in Alabama. Um, and there was a boycott in
1: 1955. 1955 arrest of Rosa Parks for refusing to give up her seat on a bus to white passengers sparked the Montgomery, Alabama bus boycott. The boycott against the segregated bus system was supposed to last one day, but an estimated 17,000 African Americans supported it. The boycott lasted more than a year. The community's enthusiasm led organizers to extend the protest and appoint a spokesman. That person turned out to be a young Montgomery minister, Dr. Martin Luther King.
0: And it basically catapulted him to where he is today, known as a transcendent figure. So it's like Dr. King came with the mindset of, like, we're going to peacefully protest and we're going to do this the right way, and everybody just kind of followed suit. One thing that I can't say about Dr. King that was just kind of mind-blowing was at the age of 35, which to some people watching this, they'd be like, 35, that seems old. But really honestly, at 35, you're really honestly coming into your own. Dr. King won the Nobel Peace Prize.
1: I accept the Nobel Prize for Peace at a moment when 22 million Negroes of the United States are engaged in a creative battle to end the long night of racial injustice. I accept this award on behalf of a civil rights movement which is moving with determination. Which is completely unheard of, um, especially
0: for an individual at that time. They weren't giving awards out to Negroes, they were not doing that. They, they hated us. I hate so right Honestly, I did know that he practiced peaceful protest, but I didn't know that he had actually got it from Gandhi. So he got his philosophies and his um, theories. Okay, the I have a dream speech was actually improvised. A lot of it was improvised, which is just bonkers. If you really think about it, I mean, you're at the front steps of the Washington, uh, or the Lincoln Memorial, and you're overlooking the Washington Monument. Like, I'm telling you right now, I've seen it. I've, I've been at those steps where he was at, and I'm not gonna lie to you, really enjoyed it. But um, it just made me think, like if there was like 20 to 30,000 people out there, I'm like, I'm scared. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I'm scared. Like, cause I gotta see him public speaking in high school. During a press conference, which he gave on Capitol Hill, King saw an unexpected visitor at the back of the room. It was Malcolm X. After the conference, the two men met face to face. This encounter that King had always avoided unfolded in front of the press and photographers. The meeting only lasted a minute, But these images that capture them side by side, like this photo where they're smiling, became a strong symbol of reconciliation between two opposing visions of the black cause. One thing that he did value the most about Malcolm was the fact that his beliefs were so strong. You know, he believed that Malcolm X did come with a a thought process that was definitely different and not one of his own. but. It's been used. It's been used before plenty of times. You brutally hit them in the face with violence. Well, it's crazy because I didn't know this, but as a Marvel historian, those two stories of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X were actually utilized to draw up scripts for the comic book X-Men, which... Professor X is supposed to be considered the Martin Luther King, and Magneto is supposed to be your Malcolm X.
1: Professor X, Martin Luther King, he believed that mutants and humans could live one, that they could be equal, they could be fine, they could live in a world together. Where Magneto, where all the pain a lot of mutants had had gone through because of humans who didn't understand them, he had enough. There were two people who, stood for the same results except for they believed that to make this happen it had to happen in two different ways and as um, a man who grew up in these kind of things like I thought wow this is this is amazing like they're putting this in in comic books they're putting my history which we wasn't taught in school when you're young you don't spend so much time with your parents because your parents are at work and so he wasn't taught these things so i'm reading and i'm learning and i'm understanding more black history for a comic book and that meant a lot to me
0: you know when you think about the way marvel is now today it's like kind of like the the anchor of movies and cinema as it is and yet you've also got a underlying story of dr martin luther king and malcolm x all together in one fell swoop it's just it's kind of cool to like know and to think about, but um, uh, I know why everybody's here, so let's really get down to it. What we have today is some press dab, press to myself. I actually have a nice little press. I might actually show it off. I'm not quite sure exactly if anybody kids gonna give a shit to watch it, but we'll find out. Um, I got my girl's dabber, right? A little dab straw. Um, I could put a link in the description box below on where I got this at. Um. I have a nice little Amazon list you can kindly follow and you know give me some money for. <laughs> all right, all right. But in all sincerity, uh, it's time to hit this motherfucker. Yeah. So um, it was crazy just kind of like figuring out this whole Martin Luther King business and trying to really honestly try to come up something with that you guys didn't really know, and it's it's it kind of blew my mind really honestly to figure out that. That whole undertone of Martin Luther King is uh, what we all go to see when we go to watch these Marvel movies. Crazy. So.